Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Folks, the, the first sounds of rock splitting politics in 2022. How about that? We're into a new year, and I hope you had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah. I hope you had a great, great new year, <laughs> the beginning. And uh, we, we got a show today, this week. This show is about predictions for the year 2022. Hard to say that. It, it just doesn't roll off the tongue as easy. 2022, we're coming out of a very unusual year. We're coming into a year of uncertainty. But I'm glad to be here with you. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're right here listening to Rock Splitting Politics on webtalkradio.net. Last year, we we had some great interviews. We had a lot of issues to look into. And we did that, looking for more liberty and more freedom. We will continue in 2022, very pivotal midterm election year. You know how we ended up talking about different things. But in this week's show, we're going to be talking about predictions for 2022 in three major areas. I'll be talking to you predictions about the economy, COVID-19, and, of course, politics. So hang on to your seats. We're going to dive in and just uh, some of these things you may have heard. I'll tell you some of them you've probably not heard. But we're going to cover the big picture, a little bit of the little picture. We're going to look at 2022, what it's going to be like living in America, and you'll hear some predictions. We'll listen to them at the end of the year and see what you think about them then. But here we go. Doc Holliday's predictions for 2022. Take a listen to a little bit of the sounds of New Year's Eve getting ready for the new year to begin. Take a listen and then you'll hear predictions from Doc Holliday. Those last lyrics said, uh, feeling blue, end of the year, feeling blue. Uh, that 2021 was a tough year on many people, and there was a lot of interesting things. And we covered all that, like I said, last year. But predictions for 2022, let's hit the economy. Does anyone know what the end of 2022 will look like? 2021, we had stocks go up amazingly. Look, the, the economy got uh, cranked back up after everything was shut down but look at where we left the economy 
unemployment low as it's been. But why? <laughs> because so many things were shut down. People were getting stimulus checks. And the workforce, some in the workforce never returned. And now everywhere you go, in all 50 states, there's help-wanted signs everywhere. And a lot of companies are turning to automation. A lot of them are, they've had to reduce their hours. A lot of restaurants are closing down part-time. Some of them are not letting people come back in, but just doing takeouts like they did when everything was locked down. So what does that mean? Well, we got to plug it into the entire big picture. You can see what's going on in your neck of the woods, in your city, in your county, in your state. But I know you have help wanted signs. And I know that this economy, like we talked about before, is like an eight-cylinder vehicle. And it's just running on about three or four cylinders. We are not reaching our potential. But does Wall Street, is it scared? But does Wall Street know with certainty that we should have the highest stock prices ever? <laughs> I mean, the stock market did well in 2021. And you look at company profits. Will they continue to come in? Well, the first quarter, we're, we're waiting to see some reports of what happened at the end. How was Christmas shopping? Did people spend a lot more? Did money go into China, buying China goods? Or were they stuck on the coast because they couldn't get them off the, the ships? The supply chain was messed up. So what does this mean for the whole economy? Let's look at the world. Europe is now, because of the Omicron uh, variant of the COVID-19 virus, a lot, of the, a lot of Europe is shutting back down. And they're talking about not only mandating vaccines, but forced vaccination. Does anybody remember the Nazis? Did they force things on their people? Uh, I think they did. The fascist, uh, Mussolini in Italy. So are we losing freedom or gaining freedom right now in this world? Uh, well, what does the economy look at in the macro again? Let's look at the macro, the big, big picture of the globe. If you were on the moon, it'd be looking down on the world and wondering what's going on in that economy around the world. Well, there's two things that you really need to look at. The Olympics are coming up here in February. The Winter Olympics, world's going to China. And there's already a lot of misgivings because of China's um, uh, torture or just the abuse of the Uyghurs there and, and other populations too. When you say complete control, China is using technology to absolutely just crack down and rule with a dictatorship this world has never known before. The USSR and all of Eastern Europe, they could not do what China is able to do today through technology. Oh, they would have loved to. Probably still be in power. So one of the things we got to look at in the big picture is what is China going to do? We got the Olympics. Will they invade Taiwan? Well, not before the Winter Olympics. 
But after the Winter Olympics, what will happen? What will Putin and Russia do in the Ukraine? Will they move? Are they coordinating a plan with China? Say, hey, let's move at the same time. You go to Taiwan, we'll go into uh, the Ukraine. Is that happening behind the back doors? Are they fear? Do they fear Joe Biden as president of the United States? Does weakness draw America into more risk of war? Or does strength before something happens, before you have to react to a, uh, something like Crimea being invaded and... <laughs> And Joe Biden said, oh, it's going to be so bad if you try to do something. Well, won't you show a little strength beforehand, Joe? Uh, I hate to go back, but the former uh, CIA uh, director, Defense Secretary uh, Gates, said that in, in all, just about in all his career in the Senate, Joe Biden was always on the wrong side of foreign policy, of getting it right. He was not getting it right he always got it wrong and that's coming from somebody who was in the know wow and he's president of the united states and we're going to talk about more about that in the politics but let's look at this economy it hinges on the strength of america in many ways the economy world economy always has but if russia and china threaten invading or if they do invade America's strength is going to be undermined. The American strength in the economy because either they'll have to throw sanctions on China and Russia or, or one of them if they do invade. And then what, what happens if a hot war uh, spurts out? It's, it's a lot of risk. And the economy is in a weak position it can't handle risk like that if it blows out of proportion so what what does that mean well it means we have more uncertainty in the stock market more uncertainty in the bond market people don't know is this is this a bubble and if it is a bubble who who has the pen that can bust that bubble will Putin threaten something just to bust the bubble of the stock market when he's sitting on the oil you may, and he's got the pipe well, I'm going into Germany why well <laughs> Trump stopped it along with the US Senate Ted Cruz helped lead that back when Trump was president but now Biden is open wide open and, and letting gas the Russian gas go into a pipeline right to Germany so that puts Putin in the driver's seat and why because Joe Biden he opened the door and let Putin get in the driver's seat so he has all the cards on the table and the United States has very few cards to play without threatening out and out war so when we look at the economy it's not going to be all uh, not going to be all gravy because of these uncertainties. The other uncertainty with China is the bankruptcy of a real estate company, largest one in China, called Evergrande or Evergrande. But the real estate market in China 
is in a bubble and it has not fallen and implosion but could it yes it could and if the real estate in china implodes it's what we've seen in financial crisis before it will pour into the chinese banks now what happens with the banks in china they've got these huge loans out around the world look at africa how many chinese buildings and things are in africa how many roads how many bridges you know and china's in the uh, with the panama canal it's it's in all around all continents china's really going in making loans and building infrastructure in africa and other places will that collapse well, all those loans collapse. This is the question. Does the CCP, and do, do you understand when I say the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party? I have no, uh, I don't have anything against the Chinese people, but the people who hate freedom and hate liberty is the Communist Party of China. The Chinese Communist Party, CCP, they have just crippled Hong Kong. And they weren't supposed to go in, and, and Hong Kong was supposed to be able to elect who they want for another 20 years or more in agreement sign of Great Britain. No, China's not honoring, honoring that at all. So China has a, is a big threat. If they start to implode, does that increase the risk that they'll go after Taiwan because they almost have nothing to lose or that is a danger again sec security comes from strength and being able to have some certainty and the more risk in in the world around and we're looking at this macro look at the world and the economy the more risk then the more likely we're going to have some calamities so the prediction for 2022 in the economy i feel like in the first few uh, weeks two or three months in i think the economy is going to build on the momentum from 2021 and that built from the momentum that donald trump started with the upswing after the huge uh, drop in the stock market it went on a miracle run when trump was in office and the and the trump tax cuts and everything i think they spurred this economy on now Biden has tacked on the Medicare tax that uh, cuts into uh, a lot of people's pockets. But the infrastructure, the social, quote, social infrastructure that was going to really kick in tax rates was stopped by Joe Manchin at the end of the year. I don't believe the Democrats going to let it stop. They're going to bring it up piecemeal. They're going to they're going to raise taxes. And it's going to threaten this economy in America. You watch it. They've already raised taxes with the, the Medicare tax rise of, what, 3% or 4% on, on a high income. But, I mean, that all the tax cuts affect. They say, oh, it's going to only affect rich people and big corporations. Like we said many times, who pays the taxes? When you raise the taxes on the corporations, it's the people buying the products. The companies aren't suffering. They pass on the cost of business to the uh, customers. 
So it's the little people who get hit by Joe Biden's tax uh, hikes. They get slapped right dab in the face. We see the gasoline prices now just the effect of what Biden's doing. So I think Biden's mismanaging of the economy is going to slowly eat away. And somewhere, may it be summer, late spring, summer, it could be late summer, but somewhere before the fall, the American economy is going to fall. It's going to sink. That's my prediction. And it's going to be because of mismanagement from the Democrats who are in charge of the House, the Senate, and the White House. They, they've been mismanaging for a whole year. But I think the economy has so much momentum from what Donald Trump did. And, and it, it's been able to pass through all the way to 2022. But it's going to stop somewhere. It's going to run out of steam. And what's going to happen is it runs out of steam. These things I talked about, China... If China's real estate market starts to implode and America's mismanagement of Biden and Democrats, if it teams up and they, they, those things converge, it's going to help sink the American economy. I don't want to see it and hope the Federal Reserve has some magic, but they've said they have to raise rates because look at inflation. If they don't get inflation down, inflation's going to just run through and rip through. Who's going to hurt the worst? The poor, the, the low-wage workers. They're going to get hurt the worst. And, and the Democrats are going to be at fault. They're already hurting because of the rise of inflation. So the economy... It's going to take a fall in America and around the world. I, that's my prediction. I don't want to see it. I hope, I hope, for goodness sake, the Democrats can just uh, uh, I, I use the term. I wish they would just vomit up all their thoughts of what they want to do, get it out of their system, and listen to Joe Manchin and some conservative, Demo moderate Democrats, no conservative Democrats left, but some moderate Democrats and just hold steady what Donald Trump put in place like they got to do on the border. The judges said go back to what Trump did because it was working. And they may find out that Donald Trump had things going a lot better than this bunch in the White House now. Uh, we got to move on. But first, before we do, let me remind you, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have each and every one of you. The first show of 2022, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, is making predictions. You're listening to me right here as we are. We've just finished up talking about the economy. We're going to talk about COVID-19, uh, and, and then we'll talk about politics. What's predictions for the, uh, the politics coming up? So let me remind you, you can go to docholliday.com. O-R-G, www.docholiday.org. Holiday's got two L's in it. Got a book called Bedrock Truth. Love to get that book to you. Written by me, written by Dr. Alveda King and Dr. Alex McFarland. We can get that book out to you and just uh, uh, get get there online and buy that. We've got a couple more books that you will be glad to get out if you want to order those books. And I just want to tell you, 2022 has got some things that I've, uh, we got some interviews we're talking about lining up and just seeing what's going on for an interesting, no, th that's not the word, an exciting. Now it's more than that. I guess uh, 
a a cutting edge rock splitting show that will talk about things you won't hear anywhere else you'll hear it right here on doc holiday's rock splitting politics so make sure you tune in every week for our show and take a listen to this Well, I have to say, is, is that the, what we're going to look at in 2022? I'm not predicting that we'll see the old USSR come back. I'm not predicting that, but I am predicting that Putin is going to like looking at Ukraine, and he's got Georgia on his mind. He wants the USSR put back together. He wants to be America's enemy. He wants to taunt America. He wants to use America. He wants to, to abuse America. And in many ways, he already is because he's taken advantage of who uh, the United States has in the White House. And the vice president is not helping the president out any at all in this respect. So I hope that's not the song of 2022. But I had to play that old Beatles song because we may be looking back at the USSR when the USSR and China teamed up to be the communist uh, block of nations in the Cold War, and now we we are basically in the Cold War of China. We talked about that in the economy. Now let's talk about COVID-19. What does China have to do with COVID-19? Maybe everything. We do not have a backbone in the White House who will say, where did this virus come from? How important is that to know for science? How important is that to know that we can fight these things again? Did it come out of a lab? We need to know. And why, if America has any influence at all under Joe Biden, we need to find that question out. I don't think anybody in the administration is even asking that question. So COVID-19 in 2022, if this administration fails to at least ask that question and try to get some answers then this administration is a failure on the entire COVID-19 front and we know there's already more deaths in 2022 in, in the time that uh, Joe Biden's been president more deaths from COVID than when Donald Trump was president and we heard him say if uh you know, Donald Trump didn't deserve to be president if he had that many deaths under his watch. Well, just listen to him. 220,000 Americans dead. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I'm, I take no responsibility initially, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Well, according to Joe Biden, Joe Biden should not be president of the United States of America. He doesn't deserve it. He said so his own voice. He should resign. But the one thing that Joe Biden knows, even though he he struggles and, and can't run this country, he picked a vice president that's worse than he is. 
and he probably did it on purpose because he knew bumbling Joe, gaff-prone Joe, as he gets more and more where, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's just, his facilities are deteriorating right before our very eyes, but he has enough sense probably to know that his vice president does not have the ability to run this country, and that's why he probably picked her to make himself try to look better than she is. And he is, even though his poll numbers are low, hers are lower than his. So he, that's one thing he did. He picked a vice president that's worse than he is to make him try to look better. But that that's uh, for another day. But talking about COVID-19 and predictions, I do predict that this year we're going to see the treatment for COVID-19 and just like we're seeing this uh, Omicron variant it's it's not as bad more more contagious but not making people as sick so it may be the beginning stage that without vaccines without uh, treatments it may be nature's way of beginning to end just like the flu of uh, 1918 1919 all of a sudden, it just stopped after a year or so, after it went around the world. And how did that happen? The, uh, science doesn't know. But maybe we're going to get this uh, contained this year. But it won't be coming from what the White House is doing. So COVID-19 predictions, I hope and pray that I'm right, that they will diminish as time moves on in this year. Uh, politics, predictions for politics. This is midterm elections. And the Republicans have it in their grasp to take the House and the Senate. We got a lot of road between now and November. Things could get worse. They could get better. I told you about the economy. If it does sink, the Democrats will sink further than they are even now. And I, for America's sake, I hope the economy does not sink. But the Democrats still stink. And the way they've governed stinks. And the American people, as we've been saying, socialism and communism is headed our way. We are, we are already in socialism. And until the Democratic Party kicks the socialist out of their party, stop voting for Democrats. I'm just, I'll just say as bluntly as that and as easy as that. I don't care if you're Republican, Independent, Conservative, Democrat, Green Party. If you don't want socialism in this nation, stop voting for Democrats. Until they wake up and realize it's hurting their party, they're going to keep going more and more left to the socialist and the communist. We know the communists are right underneath there. Uh, Senator Blumenthal from all things, he went to a communist party presentation and spoke there. And now he denies it. He was there. The left is leaning more and more toward communism, socialism, Marxist theory. We see it with Black Lives Matter. They make no complaints. They got every right to run. But you need to know the Black Lives Matter organization is based on Marxism. So predictions for politics. Republicans take over the House, take over the Senate and gain a, a, a powerful majority in both houses. And it, right now, it doesn't look like they could do that in the Senate.
but I believe the American people are going to be so fed up with socialism that they will take that. Now, the, the thing that I've heard people predict, and you probably have too, what happens at the top, at the presidency? Does Joe Biden finish out the year in 2022? Probably will, the way he's being held up now. But watch at the, at the number two level, vice president. Does Kamala Harris finish out? How can they push her out and get somebody that's more qualified into that position? That's going to be what we need to watch for. Watch how they push her out. Because it won't be Biden. He's not running the show. We all know that. We don't know who's running the show. We got some good guesses. But they know Kamala Harris, is. Uh, she's not going to get the job done. She doesn't know how. So they somehow, they're going to have to move her out of the place, put who they want to be the puppet, whoever the puppet, who's running the puppet. They're going to look for the vice presidency to be replaced and getting ready for Joe Biden to slip out in 2023. That's my prediction. I don't think Joe Biden's out this year, but watch the vice presidency if there's any changes in that position. And that's the predictions for 2022 right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hey, we'll be back next week. We're going to be splitting the rocks of the politics and seeing what's going on in this new year, 2022. Thanks for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHoliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.